Thinking 30s podcast. My name is Justin and welcome to my brand new podcast series. This is a bi-monthly podcast where we have a unique guest on each time to share their perspective on their journey as we move closer and closer to the dreaded age of 30. Each episode will focus on the guest's career choices, lifestyle, and philosophies that they deem are important in setting them up for the future. So, if you're in your 20s and looking for a different perspective, or just curious to see what knowledge your peers can share with you, feel free to tune in and enjoy these conversations. In today's episode, I have a conversation with Eugene Ng. He is the Business Development Associate at Walker's, as well as the recent founder of Hong Kong-based flavored nuts business, Something Nuts. In our conversation, we talk about his decision not to practice law, starting the journey of pursuing multiple streams of revenue, the importance of mental and physical health, and much, much more. The very first Thinking 30s podcast. Welcome to the show, Eugene. <laughs> that, that. My fan club. Yes. Uh, There's so many people in this room right now. Yes. Uh, for those who, who, who can't see what Eugene <laughs> just did, he just played a video of someone clapping. No, I didn't. There's actually, introduction. There's 30 people in this room. I'm so sweaty. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. How are you doing, man? Welcome to the Fantastic. show. The first podcast. Yeah. Great. Um, I, I have a question for you, actually, before, you know, before, we, before we, you, you ask me the questions, right? Yeah, because the it, podcast is Thinking 30s and I, I'm supposed to be asking you the question. Right, 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 right. But I just, you know, you have this new ambitious podcast where you're trying, you're trying to extract the most valuable knowledge you know, about personal development from, you know, professionals across, you know, yeah, dif- different yeah. fields, right? Yep, yep. Why choose this idiot for your first episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, thinking, doing a podcast has been something I wanted to do for a while. Yeah. But when I actually started really putting this into reality, right, mm-hmm. you were the first one to be there. And, and then I was like, you should be my first guest. <laughs> so gonna really, I'm going to cry. This is a really big honor. You're the, my first guest. Why don't you just call it Thinking Eugene then? No, it's Thinking Thirties. Think about it though. Okay. All right. Let's 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 get into the meat of it. Sure. Right. So I think I think we should start a bit lighthearted because um you're one of my few friends. Well, I think you're the only only friend I have. I'm your only friend. <sighs> okay. No, I mean I ha- I have multiple friends, but you're you're the only friend I have that can actually grow facial hair. Oh. Oh. Like and it's very That's impressive. Like that for, is okay, not true. okay, for the viewers out there, like Eugene has like a full beard, <laughs> and as Chinese men, <laughs> yeah, I'm full Chinese. Well, as, no, no, as South, would you say South? Sorry. Yeah, I'm. I did the what's it called, Twenty Three and Me, um, yeah. and I think I'm like seventy percent Chinese, and the rest is like Vietnamese, uh-huh. broadly Southeast Asian. So that yeah. might have something to do with it. Because, dude, I, I tried to grow a beard, but I can't grow anything. It just grows in patches around around the, the bottom. So Well, that's the thing. This beard is It's really natural. impressive. I, I, I it's really not natural. You, 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 there's this thing called minoxidil. Have you heard of it? No. What's minoxidil? So it's what, it's what bald guys put on their, their head. Um, it's Rogaine. You've heard of Rogaine, right? What's Rogaine? What? This, is all, this is all new knowledge to me. Rogaine is like... The brand name for minoxidil, which is the chemical name. And yeah, it's basically originally um, developed to treat hypertension. So it's a vasodilator. It, 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 I'm it, so confused it, right it, now. It, um, 
it increases the size of your your uh your your hair hair your veins i think oh veins yeah so it increases blood flow to wherever you put it so so hair growth was actually a side effect of what you know they were originally treating for hypertension okay increased blood flow no that kind of (laughs) different so you put it on your face that, i mean this is how do we get here but you put it on your face you put it on your face and yeah originally i was just trying to see what it see if it would work um and i don't know man are you serious i thought it was natural well i mean i guess it is genetic i guess you have to have, like yeah you have to have if you if you don't have follicles there right right um right. then it's not gonna work for you right chances are you do have follicles there because follicles are all over your face right yeah um and it's about you know what minoxidil does is it, is it wakes i think it wakes them up it increases the bl- i mean i'm not i'm not the science guy you didn't hear you didn't have me here as your like science guest but this dude. is crazy dude what is this a revelation it is a revelation i didn't tell you about that you did not i did not know anything about it so you basically put this um oil cream yeah it's like a it's like a little, little yeah it's like a liquid that you spray on your face um and then ne- next day full beer the next day i mean do people like it though um i have like Several like 40, 50 year olds at work. That's that's where, you know, damn, look at that beard. But no, other than that, <laughs> 40, 40, 50 more, probably more male attention than, than female, to be honest. So, so like working out? That is true. That is true, which we will talk about later, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Fascinating. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm shocked. You put this hair spray on your face and then you get a beard. Yeah. You try it. Yeah. Try it out. See if it works. It probably yeah, so, will. Is it on iHerb? <laughs> is it on iHerb? Are you sponsored? No, I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope I'm sponsored. No, that's not on iHerb. It's not on iHerb. Fuck iHerb. <laughs> um, oh, you're allowed to swear on this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's fine, it's fine. Screw iHerb. What what's wrong with iHerb? <laughs> They'll sponsor you at some point. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay. Well, we'll keep it. Um, we'll keep on the good books of iHerb. Yeah. So now that you've exposed me for my, wow, I'm 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 in stunned silence right now. Like, but yeah. So anyway, back question. to the point. Next question. Next question. Okay, okay. Let's, let's 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 get serious. Okay, starting off like early earlier like not early childhood but more earlier life. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, for those who don't know, Eugene and I went to the same high school. So what what prompted you to, I guess, in high school studying international school in Hong Kong to move into law? I think law is one of those things, right? I don't need to say this. I mean, if you have Asian parents, you know what I'm talking about. Law is just one of those disciplines that's you lump it with medicine, right? Yeah, yeah. It's prestigious. It's ambitious, right? Um, perceived to have, you know, conducive to the most, you know, earning potential. You, you, you'll find out in, that, in my case that that's not true, right? Um, right. In a right. lot of cases, that's not true. Right. Um, so why did I get into law? It's, I mean, it's a little bit of everything. At the time, I don't think I really know, knew what I wanted to do. I mean, as with a lot of people, right? So law yep. was just one of those like, oh, my mom's like, oh, just do it. So yeah, I don't. As you can see, I don't really have an expert. Really I'm, su- this I'm, out. I, I'm surprised, like, because, wait, wait, introduce. What do your parents do? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. My parents are were, I guess were. My parents are in media, um, so they're. I mean, they're in the public eye, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them celebrities, right? If I asked, you know, somebody on the street who, who's, I'm not gonna say their names, but you can find out if you, if you do some internet sleuthing. But um, yeah, they probably wouldn't know who they are, right? Right. right. So. Um, but they were DJs, 
Um, so you'll find them at uh, Dragon Eye on. No, they're not that kind of DJ. Um, <laughs> I was actually, I was actually nodding my head, going, "Wow, I did not know that. That's crazy." I was actually taking you seriously. Okay, um, yeah. No, no turntables involved. Um, they're they were radio DJs. Okay. Right. And um, so Monday morning, seven a.m. when I'm on the car listening to the radio, they're probably yeah. On. You you probably you probably recognize. They're, well, not you. Like maybe your mom. Yeah, maybe not right. even your mom. Maybe your your mom's how old? Yeah, that's maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. my dad. Maybe. Yeah. Right. But okay. Anyways, yeah. So the previous generation radio host mm-hmm. talk show now obviously retired. Yeah. But I guess like the point of that was I'm surprised because I would have assumed, and I guess a lot of people would assume, people who come from more artistic, could I say artistic? Right. Artistic sure. backgrounds or more creative backgrounds. Yeah. They wouldn't have this quote-unquote familial pressure to do these uh big three law medicine oh <clears throat> yeah i mean it's one of those things they didn't really pressure me into it they just sort of imply that you know if you did it then you'd you know, be set for life yeah you'd be that, that's the implication right but um fast forward let's say two years into high school i mean even i guess they didn't really stick with that that sentiment I mean, they, they, they pretty much just saw that I wasn't taking it as seriously as I should have. Um, I wasn't enjoying it, right? Two years into university? Two years into university. So first two years of university, um, law school, I did I did two internships during, during those two, first two years. And it's your like, classic uh, legal uh, internship, you know, just shadow. You know what I'm talking about, right? Shadow a, a barrister for, for, you know, a week. And uh, right, right. be his bitch, basically. Um, <laughs> No, I'm sure you and did after, actual work. Don't don't sell yourself short. Right, but yeah, yeah. after two years, I thought enough. Right, so sort of going back into the creative route. Um, love cooking. So actually, for my third year of law school, during the summer, yeah. I worked at a kitchen. I was just a chef. I was a oh chef. really? Yeah, I was a commie chef. You worked in a Chinese restaurant in UK. No, no, no. This so this was when I was back in. You worked in, in, in Hong Kong. Oh, okay. I thought so it was you a worked... Western restaurant over here. Oh, I didn't know that. So you were you interned in a? I mean, I can't. It's it not intern? an inter. Yeah, I wouldn't call it an internship. It's I more just, like it was a, just something that I enjoyed. Summer job. Um, yeah. Summer job. Passion project. But yeah, I'm actually I'm actually thinking <laughs> now that now that I know now now that you know that my parents were radio DJs, they're probably gonna be when they hear this, which they probably will. I'm gonna send it to them. Yeah, they're probably gonna be critiquing my voice at every every uh, every. Well, step. I mean, come on, like this is our very first episode. They're probably be going like. What is this host doing? <laughs> <laughs> this host is not producing good conversation. So but- I'm going to try to put on my best radio voice right now for the rest of the podcast. Wouldn't, wouldn't, be more fun- <laughs> wouldn't it be more funny if I just... I just talk like this for the rest of the podcast. Is that how your parents would say? Disrespect my parents. I did not think about that, that your parents were professional radio hosts and they probably will be critiquing this episode. Yeah, it just popped into my head. I want to go back. Like I want to go back a bit. Yes, please. Get us back on track. Yeah, let's get back on track on the conversation yeah so you went so in high school your parents didn't really pressure you but no you know of course you know living in hong kong growing up in hong kong you always have that a bit of you know a bit of pressure sure yeah to 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 do the big three right yeah and so you you went to uk and would you say like studying in the uk right for three years and because the uk university system is quite rigid it doesn't let you change do you think you would have benefited like going to canada or maybe going to the us where maybe you had the first year to explore more explore what you actually wanted instead of diving straight into a professional degree that is law 
Yeah, good question. Yeah, so the UK system is definitely more um, rigid in that sense. To be honest, I just wanted to get my degree over with as soon as possible. Yeah. So if I went to the, the, the US or Canada, I probably would have fucked around for two or three years more. Um, I can just foresee that. Um, no, I'm saying <laughs> I'm kidding, I took the yeah, right yeah. path, right? By yeah, yeah, yeah. limiting myself to those three years, yeah. finishing my degree, getting the hell out of there, and yeah, going to the workforce. Okay. Right. That was my yeah. That was my motivation to just complete my my degree as soon as possible. Your law degree. So yes, it's to work. After your three years, you come back to I guess you came back to Hong Kong, and yet most lawyers will have to then do the um, yeah the PCLL the PCLL. But you didn't you didn't complete that obviously. No, no. And then you directly jumped into Walkers. Yeah. So Walkers is where I'm working right now. It is a law firm, right? But uh, I don't I, I do marketing for them essentially. Okay, okay. I'm more of a marketing guy. So. I think a lot of people develop like a sense of like a sunk cost um, yeah, exactly. feeling in regards to their degree, um, especially in the UK, because, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty much set with your decision. But right. um, yeah, I would encourage anybody, you know, listening to this, if you take one thing away from your podcast is, you know, not to be locked down into a path that uh, perhaps you weren't sure about in the beginning. Right. Right. So what, what did you do? Well, what, because I guess there's a lot of people listening out there that maybe are locked into this path. They've millions. Already, yeah, I mean, millions, yes. I'm sure you, we, we know a few as well. They've already studied law, they've graduated, they've signed their training contracts, and maybe this is not what they want to do. So what did you do to, to sort of make it in the sense that change fields, <laughs> but still, still, still be productive and still find yourself um, doing, working towards a, a goal or something you want to do? Yeah, so, so my whole mindset is I have my main job, my main hustle, right, which is walkers. Yep. But uh, I also have, I also work on a few, you know, bunch of side projects, which, which is the sort of lifestyle that I'm, I'm going for. Okay. Not necessarily putting all my eggs in one basket. Right, right, right. Right? So, yeah, I have a few side projects going on. So, multiple side projects, right? So, you're a man with uh, um, multiple streams of revenue, I assume. So, you're trying to pursue pursue the goal which is a very common a, a pretty common lifestyle a lot of people that um do advocate for the multiple streams of revenue lifestyle right right so you you mentioned you had a few projects going on but we, do you want to care to touch upon any of them yeah so i have so i mentioned i was a I was a chef for a bit and i love cooking right my whole family loves cooking right um so that that was sort of instilled uh into me at a young age but um i have my sort of you could call it passion project um because originally, you know, I was trying to, I was trying to make it as a chef, right? Actually, yeah. Whoa, really? Let's yeah. let's let's dial it back. Let's talk <laughs> about that. Well, you're trying to make it a chef. I mean, yeah, yeah. But then you realize you work in Hong Kong for a bit, and then you you, you that whole thing gets demystified. Like you don't want to be a chef in Hong Kong. Like so, third year that, of university, you came back. You yep. worked as a chef. Do you, can you name names? What do you mean? Can you name a name the restaurant you worked at or the, the shop you worked at? Oh, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's ex exists oh, it anymore. Exist anymore. So I don't. So yeah. you worked in a Western restaurant. Yeah. Just to just to dip your toes in. Yeah. Just to get a feel. And yeah. how was it? How was the experience? I mean, it was great. I got free food every day. Um, yeah. But um, I mean, hours were were pretty intense. I mean, I'd wake up at like what, like five in the morning, and get everything prepped right because obviously I'm I'm just I was just uh you know what do you, what would you call it kitchen bitch right junior I would I would term I would give you the term junior chef but um chef in training yeah essentially a lot of it was prep work you know chopping vegetables right washing right. shit but no i loved loved every second of it like 
whenever I got to do like the the actual like cooking stuff, right? That was that was where I was at. Um, right. Really enjoy that. So yeah, that's sort of leaked into my life right now at the moment, where I'm at a stage where I want to do something food related, but not necessarily a restaurant venture, right, or something like that, right? So uh, essentially, what I've been working on now is a snack food brand, starting a snack food brand, right? And it's flavored nuts. So yeah, uh, I'm trying to probably start on IG first. And then right. um, branch out from there. But right now we're at the stage where we're we have our solid recipes tested. Okay. And we're we're looking for feedback from from a select group of people. So okay. Hopefully, you know, mass production in the next two months. We've secured like a kitchen location. So that's fantastic. That'll happen Amazing. in the next two months. And yeah, I'm. I guess my goal is to put my nuts in people's mouths. I might have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can put that in. But so working as a chef, you didn't like it in Hong Kong. I guess the pay was terrible. Working hours are terrible. Yeah. Really cutthroat, really difficult to make it as a chef. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, it wasn't really about that. Oh, okay. It was just about doing um doing what I enjoyed at the time. And right. getting away from law. That's that's the most important thing. Right, right, um, right. Just I guess for people who don't who are like in your well, are in the situation that you were in before, you know, just trying to explore the different things you could do. Right. And um, before, you know, settling down on one job. So I guess using the background of what you what you did as a chef during that summer where you worked in the kitchen. Right. Now you're transitioning into nuts. But why nuts? Why nuts? Yeah, why nuts? No, oh, that's a good story, actually. Um, originally, I was doing, I was trying to start a, a brand for a uh, zero MSG, added MSG seasoning. Zero MSG added seasoning. Okay. So it's it targeted for home chefs. But um, that's... It was, it was, it, there were already a few things on the market, uh, that right. were sort of similar. Right. And that sort of, that project evolved into potato chips. Right. You know, who doesn't like potato chips? Right. But, um, potato chips, surely you're, you're a fit guy. Surely you don't eat potato chips. I, well, yeah, the sort of guilty pleasure. Okay. I, I used to eat a lot of guilty, uh, oh, not guilty. Uh, I used to eat a lot of snacks for, for actually for researching for this, this project actually. Okay. But, um, yeah, potato chips. Hard to sort of do in the in a home environment. Hard to get consistent, you know, okay. with the oil temperature and everything like that. So nuts seemed like a good, you know, compromise. Right, right. Because because nuts they're they're already there, right? You just need to flavor them. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's how I settled on nuts. Was that the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was the question. I guess touching upon this, right? Yeah. Is it difficult to start? Because for me, right, cooking is very far. I'm not a good chef, nor sure. do I enjoy cooking. Sure. Right. I mean, I cook to survive, but that that's the to extent. Mm-hmm. But for yourself, like starting this venture, was it really difficult in terms of securing the, the supply of nuts, figuring out which recipes to use? Or was it something that came very natural to you? No, it definitely wasn't natural. And there are multiple, you know, road bumps along the way. Right. Right. There are, there are still road bumps. It's not even off the ground yet. So I wouldn't even call it complete in any sense. But in terms of testing, you just you just have to know you know whatever goes in and how that affects the final product, right? Right. And this is it's just the it's just a process of ten, twenty, thirty right, right, right. times of the same recipe, just tweaking a little bit every time until you get what what you're uh, what you're happy what with. What you're trying to trying to trying to make, I guess, with the nuts. Essentially, yeah. Um, but this is really good experience, right? Because you know on LinkedIn you see all those posts like I tried fifty times like and I failed and then yeah. I finally succeeded. Yeah. Have, have you tried anything similar to this or this is your first first time like trying something like this of this scale? 
yeah i think i think it's the first time especially food wise i don't think i've ever done anything like this have you said on the name i have but i don't i don't want to put it out there yet you don't want to put, it's still a secret it's it's, it's coming it's yeah coming. it's it, yeah, yeah 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 i didn't you know don't want to jinx it you know yeah well um, when's the tentative launch date am i gonna get any any, any you'll, samples you'll, you'll get my nuts you'll get your nuts <laughs> you'll get my nuts Give the viewers a bit, a bit of a teaser. How, how many flavors are we expecting? Are there any outstanding? Sure. Any of them you're really excited about? Yeah, so it's it's two flavors to start with. And we're trying to get away from like the, the you know, the, the simple salted nuts or whatever. What, yeah. Whatever you see on the market, right? Yeah. Salted. What have you seen at, in supermarkets? I mean, I, I've... In terms of nuts. The salted ones. Yeah, salted ones. That's all I can think of. Sweet nuts? Yeah. Are there? No. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not nut- more salted. I think. Yeah, salted. Um, salty nuts. I'm thinking about popcorn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so our sort of ethos is we're doing really Hong Kong uh, local-based flavors. Okay. So, we're doing one salty and one sweet at the moment. So, the salty one is actually based on an exo sauce recipe. You know, exo sauce. Everybody yeah. knows exo sauce, right? Yeah. Um, it's great. Have it on everything. And the sweet one is actually a, a candied walnut. It's also it's also a Chinese uh, recipe called Fu Pao Hap To. Okay. Do you know about that? Not the can- candied walnuts with like the really glassy caramel shell with uh, sesame seeds on top. Do you know about that? I don't. You probably. So. I probably. Mm. I mean, I, I'm at risk of looking quite uncultured. Mm. I have no idea what you're talking about. Candied walnuts. Candied walnuts. Candied walnuts. Like with candied walnuts. Yeah. Sure. So, so candied walnuts. Those are the two, yeah. So those are the two on. flavors you're, you're most excited about. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess this, this, this gives me like, I guess leads on to the question, how do you, how do you manage your time? Like between this, I guess this is a part-time venture, but yeah, is quite time consuming with the market research, the product development, right? And I assume you have to do all the logistics and securing the supply. Yeah. And how do you manage your time between that? And of course, my main, um, your main job main and your job. other hobbies and ventures. Yeah, so <laughs> I'd love to sit here and tell you that I'm super organized, like you know that rise and grind mindset. Like, like wake up at five a.m. Five a.m. Wake up, one hour run. You know, cold shower. Seven thirty, take a shit. Nine thirty, work. Oh, I shit for two hours, by the way. Nine thirty, workout. <laughs> workout for. <a> <laughs> like I'm not that kind of morning guy. Morning and morning workout and the afternoon workout. Yeah. So, but I'd say cutting out a lot of like the 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 you know. Um, unnecessary activities in my life has has helped a lot. So I don't I don't I don't go out drinking, right? Okay. Yep. As often. Yep. Right, because you drink, you lose a night, and then the next day you're like you're sort of fucked up, right? Right. Exactly. So you lose two days basically, um, trying to recover. So I don't do that. I've been trying the game less. That also helps successfully, I would say. Yeah. Successfully. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've cut out. I've cut out League. League of Legends. Yeah, it just pissed me off. <laughs> the- the vaunted Shaco one trick ogres not <laughs> i don't think most of your audience will know what what, what the hell you just said i'm, I'm sure they will <laughs> to all 10 viewers out there i'm sure they're they all they all they all love league of legends yeah um do you think i'll get yeah. 10 probably like five <laughs> you get you get i mean your parents will listen then my parents will listen then we got five that's at least yeah, yeah that's at least we got us so yeah. that's six i would listen to it again mm-hmm. anyways we're going off topic Time management, yeah. Time management. Yeah, cutting out all the unnecessary extraneous activities helps a lot. Well, that's easier said than done, obviously, right? Because those, right. thing, those things are addictive depending on you know your personality. But it's just 
it's just having an image, a vision in mind. You know, where do you want to be, right? Right. Title of the podcast. Thank you. So, so where do you want to be when you're 30, right? When you're 30, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when I'm 30, I want to have you know a snack food brand that's that's taken off. And uh, so it's not it's not really about just um, sorry for cutting you off, but it's not really yeah. about trying to optimize every single hour of your day. Never do that, right. by the way. Don't cut me off. I have to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> My God. Okay, so it's not about trying to optimize every hour of your day, right? It's, no. it's more about just trying to prioritize what you want to do. Yeah. And then finding time for that. Because yeah, in a day, there is quite a lot of time. Exactly. You'll find that there's actually a lot of time in a day. Like, it's, it's, I think it's about finding something that you really, really just passion enjoy. About. Yeah, it's passion, right? Right. Speaking of which, though, like, I mean, passion... That isn't necessarily something that you'll get with every project, that side project or hustle that you come across. So, yeah. for example, right, um, I did a lot of uh, tutoring for a tutoring firm. Uh, that was actually my first job out of uh, out okay. of uni um, uh, before before the law firm stuff. But um, yeah, that sort of evolved into another marketing gig, which I did for for the tutoring firm. Okay, and that's you know, education isn't necessarily something that. I'd want to stick with for the rest of my life. It's something you're good at, right? So right. just keep in mind, it's not something that you're always going to be passionate about. Um, right, right. But if you have, you know, the requisite requisite skills for it, it's nonetheless still worth still worth uh, going down that path, right? So, so would you say it's about, for example, for you, for yourself, right? You can correct me if I'm wrong. Like mm -hmm. you took on tutoring as a part time gig, to, you know, earn some extra cash. Yeah. And then as you develop down that path, you realize that hey, I'm actually not too bad at this. Yeah, and, and as you sort of develop, as then, I developed yeah. those relationships, um, and then opportunities will come within yeah. the education industry, right? You, you, you sort of, uh, yeah, the opportunities naturally arise. So, right. So you're still doing, you're still doing tutoring right now. That's a part-time gig. Uh, it's on a very limited basis right. now. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I tutor privately, but I am working. Yeah, this is another project. So this is. I'm essentially trying to start like an online tutoring platform as well. Um, and we, we, we started on Fiverr and okay. uh, Upwork and a Discord server as well. But uh, yeah, none of these projects, by the way, I'm, I'm talking about, like I, I, like I seem to have my shit together, but none of these projects have taken off at all. Like they're, they're all ground level projects. They're, they're give yourself not some in, credit. In no way are they profitable. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't want to make myself out to be like, you're a, not a Bitcoin millionaire, rise and grind entrepreneur. Yeah. Bitcoin millionaire overnight, you know? Yeah. So, not. but with, with tutoring, right? It, I guess it's for you. It's like another side project, another hustle that you can do to potentially, you know, reach the goals. And it's not something you actually deeply, pa deeply passionate about. I would say, could I say that? I wouldn't say I'm deeply passionate, but about. it's just another vehicle for you to earn some cash so you can feel your main your main passions, which I guess would be yeah. food. Right. That, yeah. 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 So would you say like to the audience out there, it would be not limiting yourself to one job. Definitely. And yeah, not limiting to yourself. Oh, if, if I'm starting hustle or a side hobby, it has to be something I love or passionate about. If it's profitable and you're good at it and someone's willing to give you money, it's still worth taking the opportunity and going down that route. Would you say that? That's a great way to put it. Yeah. You've summed up my life. <laughs> okay. So, We've talked about your, your, your multiple streams of revenue, but is technically not multiple streams of revenue yet. <laughs> but it'll get to the multiple streams of revenue, right? Yeah, working Ho hopefully, on it. Hopefully, hopefully. Working on it. Check in, in a year's time. Okay, I, I definitely will. Maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get a Eugene episode 1.1, yeah. part two. 
sequel. But okay, actually, this is you, you just something something that that really resonated with me. Okay, mm. personal, I mean, financial independence. Right? Mm. Do you have a quick summary of it? Or yeah, it's basically not having to worry about money. Right. So in order to fuel your yeah your your passions, desires, games, passions, desires, yep, other all that in other um mm-hmm. in other facets of your life. I don't see myself. I I don't I don't like I'm not the kind of person that's like I want to be on a beach by forty in barbados and just chill out for the rest of my life i don't i don't think i'm at that stage like i want i want to keep building and uh creating you know right so basically just now we, we, we talked about um how you're doing all these three main things so you got your tutoring business that you're just about started that stemmed from your previous experience of working in tutoring center yep. you've gotten your nuts business that you're my nuts yep yes your nuts business that you're hopefully launching in a couple of months that i'm sure everyone here is waiting for your samples and of course you have your main job your nine to five walkers which um also helps pay the bills right but i guess all this culminates into something you mentioned just now which is financial independence yep yeah so i guess the question is could you touch upon more about this sort of lifestyle of not having to always chase the next promotion, right? The next company, the name. It's more about trying to find a combination of things that can help enable you to achieve this financial freedom. Yeah. Um, And I don't think most people want to go down that path, right? That nine to five chasing the promotion, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, would you say that? I mean, I I I agree. Like for for myself, right? For me personally, um, it's more about the more I do, the more opportunities I find within the work workplace. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying exactly, I'm not chasing the money goal in terms of to achieve financial independence. It's more trying to find things I can learn from. That's more my mindset. But I want to hear more about your mindset about the financial independence. Yeah. So essentially, I don't place too much focus on one. I guess it's not about putting all your eggs in one basket, right? Right, right, right. For me, I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting my eggs everywhere. Which is not, not, it's not necessarily a great thing, right? Because my focus is split, right? Right, right. Um... I'm not saying you know this is this is the path, the optimal path that you have to go down f- to achieve financial independence, right? Right. There are people who do that and are still in the uh, you know the the professional workforce, right? So it's 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 essentially it's what's worked for me. It's it's the lifestyle I enjoy, and it's it's the it's sort of the path that allows me to keep creating what I want to create, right? No, I think I think I think that's great, right? I really think that's amazing, like how instead of having the traditional mindset of grinding within your current job looking for the next next jump right the next job the next company the next brand you're more spreading the eggs like you said spreading your uh must no we can't <laughs> say that on the podcast but yeah spreading um putting your eggs in different baskets right yeah trying to get multiple streams of revenue in to achieve financial independence so that you can start your own business whether it can be in fitness yeah whether it can be in food or whether it can be in anything else you want in your life. Sure, that's a good point, actually. I might find, you know, somewhere down the path that, you know, fitness might be something I want to go into. Yeah, um, let's, let's let's talk about fitness. You're you're obviously a very good-looking guy, right? In top, Stop, dude. In, in, uh, Stop right now. In a... I'm, I'm blushing. In a top physical uh, condition. Stop. Right? How, how do you find fitness? And why, why, why do you work out? And why do you, why do you place such importance on it? Yeah, so I think everybody starts out working out. Was it around high school? I guess. Um, uh, no? no, no, no. Okay, no. well, I started during no. high uh, during high school, um, and it was for oh, if I remember correctly, it was for cheerleading, right? Because we had to lift people, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So that was originally where it started, 
and also obviously to look bigger, bigger to look better, right? Right. That's that's what you know everybody's goal at that stage, right? But uh, let's fast forward like five, six years, seven years later, right? right. right? That's not necessarily what I think about uh, as you know the primary, you know the primary goal of of fitness in in my view. Aesthetics isn't. I mean, it's it's good to look good, but it's more the discipline. Um, okay. It's more the lifestyle. And what I found is, the more I've stuck with fitness, right, the more disciplined I am in other areas of my life, right, right, right. So it's not necessarily even for even forcing myself to go to the gym anymore. It's just the habit that I feel wrong when I don't go. Right. How often do you work out nowadays? It's at least five days a week. Five, six, probably six. Uh, and you still have the time to do so many things. Yeah, I mean, working out what? Two hours a day? Two, two hours hour, out of your day. An hour and a half. An hour and a half, sure. Yeah. You can do most things in an hour, actually. Right. So you're telling me you don't, you know, you don't have an hour or, or an hour and a half in your day. That's a good message right? for everyone out there. How do you not have an hour in your day to go work out? Right. And you feel good. Or right? exercise. To sweat. If, or other exercises that you don't have to go to the gym. You could do. Right. You don't even have to do that. Like, it's just getting out there, moving your body, getting a sweat on and, and, and you know. You get the endorphins or whatever. Right. Do you think it's like helped your mental state de-stress? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Right. It's There's nothing better than just after, you know, getting railed by your boss in your job. I, I don't get railed by my boss. I love my boss. If you're hearing this. Um, yeah, I love my boss as well. My yeah. Boss. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, particularly stressful day, right? Right. You go to the gym. I think within an hour that that all dissipates. Right, right. Those feelings, like you just, you just somehow, you know, evaporate in, into the air. But how, how do you build that consistency? Because, in terms of working at gym, we're obviously in different stages, right? You've obviously been working out for seven years, six years, six years since I was seven, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, so about eight years. Yeah, seven, eight years. On and, and off, on yeah. and off. I'm, I wasn't serious about it until maybe a few years ago, but. And for myself, like, obviously, everyone goes in university, but again, it's very on and off. Like, for myself, I find it's very easy to start for a few weeks, then just give up. Because it's a it's a time commitment, right? It's a discipline. This, it's so easy. It's so easy to just go, like, I'm really not feeling it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the past two months, I've been quite consistent with it. Mm-hmm. But ha- ha- how would you, like, talk to, like, maybe new lifters or, or people who are in their mid-20s trying to find an outlet to de-stress? Like, what's the easiest ways or, like, top tips that you give people? To, to stay consistent. To stay consistent, yeah. And just, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have, to, you have to love. You have to love it in order to be that consistent, right? It's not, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you and say results will come if you, you, you know, you just, you know, do one or two workouts a week expecting, you know, Wait, the most, that's, right? That's what I'm expecting. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'd say stick to, stick to it for, for three months and you'll see... When the results first, you know, roll in, right? Because cause that's, that's, that's another thing. You know, that, that's how this ties into personal development as well. Because, you know, lifting and working out, it's, it's, the, most, it's the most tangible, um, it's the most tangible, I guess, improvement that you can, you can sort of see with your very, very eyes, right? Right, right. With your own eyes, right? Uh, you know, apart from seeing your, your, your bank account, I guess, go up, right? Right. Yeah, just watching your body change within the course of, you know, six to 12 months is right. the most rewarding thing. And I think when you first, you know, get to that stage where you're, where you're starting to make progress, you, you've really hit your groove. Um, that's when it starts being addicting. And that's when the sort of the consistency comes. 
but would you say it's unhealthy? Like you're doing it, the reasons why you're doing it is for, I guess, what people term in today's today's world is like body body image, right? Yeah, right. Different. If you have an addictive personality, you might as well channel it into the gym. It's the aesthetics is like a byproduct. Like you're looking good is a byproduct of, of, of the gym, I would say. For me, feeling good is, is the number Loving one. Loving the process. Yeah, like and the all process. the benefits that, that come with it. Yeah. The discipline. The discipline. Yeah. Wow, you, you, you have a complete lifestyle, right? You you have what um, is obviously you define complete lifestyle. You have you have like you know those YouTubers online that go like, Oh, like multiple streams of revenue, like I start <laughs> so many side businesses and then and then you you obviously have a good workout routine, right? And obviously, like, you have goals and you have ambitions, mm-hmm. so you're not you're not stalling in the sense. No, you still got to work on it. I mean, it all ties together, right? Aside from you know professional development, I'd say you know the, you got to take care of your body too, right? Right. Take care of your body, health physical health as wealth, and your mind too. I don't have we talked about meditation yet? I don't think so. No, we haven't. So well, yeah, in addition let's, let's to working out, yeah, uh, uh, meditation, right? I think. Uh, Everybody views it as this is really, you know, uh, sort of voodoo magic kind of stuff, right? Sit on my bed for five minutes and don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, right. That's how I originally viewed it as well. Um, but it's, it's again, it's something you stick with for like, uh, you know, I, I committed to like a week of meditating every day for, for 15 minutes. Right. And, and to people who don't know what meditating is, it's essentially it's... Uh, trying to, I guess, for people who don't know what meditating is, I guess... <laughs> I'm keeping you, that in. <laughs> <laughs> for people who don't know what... <laughs> hey, man. What is meditating? I don't know. You tell me. You're the one who does 15 minutes a day of it. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. For So, for people who don't know what meditating is, it's, it's essentially trying to clear your mind of any thoughts, right? Right. So, what you find is if you close your eyes your monkey brain sort of sort of sneaks in there right right and monkey brain yeah your monkey brain sort of thinks about you know what what, what am i gonna have for lunch later or uh you know how should i reply to this person right but what meditation is about is is about being present with those thoughts right your monkey brain and focusing on something else right, right. common thing is your breath right so right right breathe in with me close your eyes by the way again one more now, during those two breaths, <laughs> did any any thoughts uh, sort of creep in? Yeah, I was wondering how it sounded on the mic. Yeah, exactly, right, right. So that that's a that's a sort of mini example of what meditation should be. It's it's about thinking about. <laughs> Oops, I, didn't really, <laughs> I didn't realize I would pick it up. Yeah, essentially, what meditation is about is recognizing those thoughts, those intrusive thoughts, and trying to place your focus somewhere else. And what you find is the benefits of meditation <clears throat> start to m- manifest themselves actually after or when you're not meditating, right? So in everyday life, right, okay. you learn sort of not to be as reactive to things that happen to you, right? So you, so you learn to recognize what's happening and you're able to sort of more logically, more objectively apply yourself to the situation as opposed to emotionally sort of reacting to it. That's, that's, that's something I feel like I could use. That's amazing. Mm. Like the whole concept of when you're meditating, you're accepting all these intrusive thoughts. You're accepting the worries yeah. that, you're, that in your everyday life. You're not trying to clear those thoughts. You're not trying to forget them, right? right you're right. recognizing them. Yeah, and then when the And then when real life situations occur where something stressful, right? Yeah. Or something worrying or something that could potentially cause you emotional reactions. Mm-hmm. 
you meditation will help you have a more log- calmer, logical reaction to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, How long have you been meditating for? On and off, like a few years, I'd say. I'd say you probably start small, as with anything. Start start small, so like even even three to five minutes of just meditating, and then build yourself up from there. How I view it is like lifting for your for your mind, basically. So every time okay. those intrusive thoughts come in, and you're able to redirect your thoughts back to your breath, I would count that as sort of one rep. Okay. Of 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 okay, like okay. lifting for your mind essentially. So you're, it's a practice, right? You got to keep at it, and what you'll find over time is you get better at redirecting your thoughts towards your breath, staying in the present. Oh wow! Yeah, that that's actually the first because obviously you know on Instagram, on YouTube, everyone swears by meditation, right? But I feel like oh, yeah? this is the first time that, that y- it y- actually y- makes sense mm-hmm. right the whole concept of lifting for your brain mm-hmm. bringing those intrusive thoughts back to your breath mm-hmm. and really like applying it in a real world situation i is feel that, like i could use is it is that the first time you've heard of that like analogy like lifting for the brain yeah it is it is that's a very good analogy did you just yeah. think of it no i don't think so can you take credit for it i think i think somebody probably put those thoughts into me intrusive thoughts oh wow okay. inception <laughs> but i can't tell you i can't i can't remember who I want to I want to ask a question. Where where did all these um because self-improvement, self-development, thinking 30s, right? A quick plug. Thinking 30s. Thinking all, 30s. Thinking 30s. Welcome back. Um but yeah, all these must have come from somewhere. What drove you to make these changes? What drew what drives you? I guess not drove you because you're still here, but what drives you to always seek this self-improvement? Because to me like meditation, starting your own business, personal um, financial independence, working out, all these things are trying to better yourself, mm-hmm. right? What is the motivator behind it and what drives you to do all these things? The drive is never being uh, satisfied with, with my current situation. It's not, um, I think it's important to make the distinction between uh, uh, satisfaction and, and adequacy, right? Because right. You, you can be you can be unsatisfied with your, uh, you know, current position, which will, you know, drive you to make changes in your life. But it's never, it, it should never come from a sense of inadequacy, right? I, I never feel, you know, inadequate. You know, I never feel like, oh, you're such a loser. Like that, that, that that's not what drives me. This right? is what you think about when you're meditating. I'm a fan. <laughs> 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 I'm just. <laughs> yeah, those intrusive thoughts. Yeah. But no, that that shouldn't be what drives you, right? Right. You should be, you know, satisfied with your situation, but you can always, you know, be better, right? That's, right. That's right. where self-improvement comes in. So that's what drives you basically. The, yeah. the, the feeling of trying to always take a step forwards. Move yeah, forwards constantly. Exactly. Baby steps. But uh not not, you know, cuz you're you're constantly evolving like the person you were like, you know, a year ago. You can't say Yeah, very different. That Justin is probably that Justin is dead, right? Dead. That you the the you a year ago is dead evolved yeah, evolved sure. exactly. okay whatever yeah. dead, dead you've killed that person right you're a new person now right and that and that applies regardless of whether or not you've done self-development but i guess i mean have you ever looked at a picture of yourself like like years ago and you're like wait is that me like oh yeah rocking that haircut oh my God. right 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 so so it's it's sort of like that right you you want you want to be able to look back and say i've made this much progress right 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 no, that's, that's the mindset. That, that 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 makes a lot of sense. I mean, one year ago, Eugene, dead Eugene, right? Twenty twenty one, Eugene. Yeah, was changed. I'd say I was more complacent, especially with COVID and everything. Just 
I think I was more striving for stability. Right, right. Just trying to get along at my job without developing all these different side hustles. I think, you know, if, as with a lot of people, fitness took a took a toll as well. Right, of so course. So 2021 Eugene was, was uh, a little chubbier, a little more cookies in him. But oh, I want to try your cooking though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're going off tangent, but 2021 Eugene. Yeah, no, you, you'll have my nuts. Remember? Yeah, but I want to try your actual cooking. Yeah, that can be arranged. But we're going to cut this part out because we need to put in 2021 Eugene back again. <laughs> okay. 2021 Eugene. What else has changed? So yeah, taking fitness a lot more seriously than, than last year. Um, having all these side hustles. Mindset-wise, oh, reading. Reading is important. Reading a lot. So yeah, um, I think reading is also a big part of that. Yeah, so I yeah I find reading like a, like a physical book quite you know quite hard for me it's quite hard for me to Did finish you read like when you're younger yeah like harry potter and stuff and geronimo stilton okay. captain underpants okay I, shout okay. out to captain underpants filippo rama you know if you know you know do you know i didn't really read captain underpants i was more into harry potter yeah okay but yeah i wasn't a big reader but in terms of personal development i'd say that's an invaluable skill like and it doesn't even have to be personal development books per se like you could read mike tyson's biography or whatever right Mike tyson's biography that's a bad example <laughs> okay right <laughs> that's a bad example <laughs> keep going give me some hit me with the other books hit me with wait wait, wait so uh, yeah cut that shit out I'm i don't know cutting. why i said my <laughs> mike tyson's hilarious i'm not cutting that out yeah keep going uh, but uh, what i'm saying is like yeah mike tyson was the first person that popped into my head but what i'm saying is you know, reading an autobiography or any biography, right? You're you're sort of you're sort of essentially what you're doing is you're downloading the knowledge of someone who's lived through life of like 50, 60 years yeah, into yeah. your head. You're learning all the wisdom that they had to you know go through, uh, experiencing, right? Right, right. So don't just write off reading. Don't just draw the line at, at self development books. I would say like right, read more. Yeah, read a wide range of things. Yeah, even so fiction. Did fiction, you actually read? Mike, does Mike Tyson actually have autobiography? I don't know. Have you read it? <laughs> So, but why Mike Tyson? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, okay. I don't know. No, that's, that's super good. So reading, fitness, side hustles, all these things, just trying to become a better person, basically. Driving yourself, trying to not, not be stagnant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to the physical book thing. So I, I, I don't, I can't, I can't bring myself to finish like a physical book. So I have the Kindle. Audibles? Like yeah. Listening? Oh, Audible too. Audible's Audible? good. Audible's great. Yeah, Audible. listening to books is great. I, I, I turn up to like... 0.5 or like two two times speed oh yeah for sure all podcasts i turn up to like 0.5 yeah but people but not should, this one. people shouldn't turn not this yeah one, exactly one. people should one time one times or or 0.5 that's true yeah so that's true these mics are quite nice personal development had a stroke had a stroke um no you didn't he's fine um <laughs> uh, what were we talking about um books Audibles. Yeah, Audible is great. So listen to your books instead of reading reading them. Mm. If you find that that's like a daunting task, ebooks is a great way because they're I'd say yeah more portable, right? On your phone. So essentially, commuting. yeah, yeah. If you're commuting, right? Instead of you know grabbing your phone, grab the paper paper white Kindle, whatever it's called. Yeah, that's that's like what ten pages of reading right there. Like, and you do that every day for three or four weeks. That's like a few hundred pages already. So. Wow, that's almost that's almost a book. Is that uh, ten pages? That, ten pages a day is very little, dude. Was that math right? No, no, it's wrong. So it's a bit wrong. It's like two hundred something, but two hundred. <laughs> it's embarrassing. 
Next question. <laughs> Thanks, question. <laughs> okay. I mean, let's 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 bring it full circle, right? I mean, I'm 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 super excited, like, and I, I'm really happy that you came on because I feel like I've gone on a very good perspective. Okay. I'm happy that I came too. But I'm very happy that <laughs> I now understand more about this whole concept about financial independence. Not always having to just keep seeking the next opportunity and next goal, right? really just doubling down on having multiple streams of revenue as well as personal development, right? F- focusing on like fitness. Yeah. I'm glad you extracted that sort of, sort of. Right. I think I would cause... love to try meditation. Like I feel like having the ability and from your personal experience, applying meditation in real life, the, the meditation yeah, yeah. benefits in real life is having a calmer reaction to certain stressful situations. Mm-hmm. The very and, real benefits. And I feel like that, that's something that, um, if I heard earlier, I would have probably have tried it way earlier. There you go. Right? Try it out, everybody. There you go, everybody. Deep breath. All right. I'm going to wrap this podcast up. <laughs> I'm going to wrap this podcast up now. <laughs> I didn't finish my breath yet. I'm going to wrap this podcast up. Intrusive thoughts. Intrusive. You're intruding. I'm in- intruding in your thoughts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak into uh, Eugene's thoughts tonight when he's meditating for five minutes. Okay. Let's wrap this podcast up. What did we learn? Eugene, Summarize. Hit, hit us hit us with the hit us with the good stuff okay don't be stuck in the mindset that you have to be in a nine to five always chase that next promotion but keep your mind open right for different things there we go there we go. yeah get the bag true don't don't turn down opportunities just because you don't you think you won't like it mm, try yeah. everything you try never everything. know what will happen try what you're good at try what yeah. you're passionate uh, at and uh you never know it might develop into something that you find that you actually quite like exactly like my nuts and money we like money. Nuts and money. Nuts and money. Mm-hmm. Fitness. Fitness. Work out your work out your body. Yeah, work out your body and your mind with meditation. With meditation, right? And of course, read Mike Tyson's biography, autobiography. I'm gonna find out if he actually has a biography. All right, um, I'll put it in the post notes. All right, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, thank you for coming on the show, Eugene. Pleasure. It's been a really enjoyable experience. Yeah, likewise. Can you say that with more enthusiasm? <sighs> Pleasure, likewise.